Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And joining us here today is writer, director, and actor Jeff Kirkendale. And he's here to talk about his new fil- film, Horror Tales. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to have you on. So what first... Yeah, thank ins- you. Uh, what first inspired you to become a filmmaker? Well, I first got interested in uh, movie-making... Back when I was in college, I was uh, taking communications in college, and I got to take some uh, video production courses, which back in those days was VHS uh, video production. They called it TV production. And I got to do some some productions for class, and I got to do some on-air stuff also. And then around the same time, I was taking some theater and acting classes, so I got some experience with performing. And I also got to meet some of the independent filmmakers in the area and got involved in some of those productions. And all those things kind of just came together. And um, I got interested in um, independent movie making. Very cool. So you, you wear many hats in the filmmaking process from director, producer, actor, writer. Which hat, per se, is your favorite to wear? Which part do you like doing the best? Well, I enjoy um, all the different aspects of the production process of, of uh, producing a movie. Um, I guess if I were going to give the nod to one aspect, it would probably be editing just because um, you can get really creative with editing. And also at that stage in the game, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the more tedious and difficult work is done, the production phase and um, you know, getting all the various aspects together for actually um, filming a movie. Uh, when you get back to the editing with uh, you know, the computer-based editing today, uh, you can kind of play around and do anything you want to your footage and work with effects and sound and all that stuff. So that's kind of the most fun. But um, I do like the other the other aspects of uh, movie making too. Of course, writing a script is very creative, and then it's always fun working with people on set, meeting all different types of people. But um, yeah, I guess I would give the nod to the editing phase just because. You know, it's very uh, it's very interesting playing around with the different aspects of the movie, and um, you're also closer to having it done. So, <laughs> definitely cool. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about Horror Tales? What's the general plot and idea behind the film? Okay, um, Horror Tales is an anthology feature movie, uh, feature film with uh, four separate stories. Uh, the first story is called Die Laughing, and it's uh, about a murderous killer clown. It's kind of a throwback, uh, throwback uh, story, uh, kind of a stalk and slash type of thing. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It moves fast. Um, the second story is called The Horror Hostess, 
Um, that's kind of an interesting one. It's about this uh, B-movie screen queen who um, is a guest on this um, horror hostess TV show. Uh, it's kind of like a public access type show, and the woman who hosts it looks kind of a little bit like Elvira in that vein. And uh, this, um, this B-movie scream queen kind of gets more than she bargained for being on this show because this hostess is more than she appears to be. Um, and the third one is called uh, The Bad Flower. That's a fun kind of a creature feature. It's a, uh, it's a nature run amok movie, so it's uh, marauding plants, basically sunflowers and vines uh, attacking and uh, killing people. Uh, they try to get revenge when, uh, when they're done wrong. This woman spit, sprays pesticides on them and is very mean to them, and they get revenge on her and other, other characters in the story. And then the last uh, tale is called The Hunt, and it's about um, an FBI agent who's investigating murders in a small town. And the, uh, the killer turns out more, to be more than uh, people expected, um, has a supernatural twist to it. And her character is kind of interesting, the, the FBI agent, because uh, she's in this small town and very annoyed to be in this small hick town and doesn't believe in these supernatural rumors that are going around. Uh, that's it's pretty interesting. It's probably the, I'd say probably the most graphic of the, uh, of the four tales. It's got the most uh, carnage and blood and guts in it, but uh, it's a, uh, it's a fun one. Definitely cool. Did you have any unexpected challenges or interesting stories that occurred while making horror tales? Uh, the production went pretty smoothly. Um, we had a couple of funny stories, uh, with the clown story, uh, our, our actor who was playing the killer clown, we were shooting some, uh, scenes in the woods where a lot of these type of, uh, stock and slash, uh, tales take place, at least some of them. And we had finished filming some scenes with him and another actor and we headed out and, uh, the bunch of us realized when we got out of these deep woods, when we got to the, the, the opening, that uh, we had lost our actor. And he, it turned out he had um, gone in the other direction and come out the other side of the woods, and he wound up uh, right near a schoolyard. Um, and uh, luckily, though, it was uh, during the summer, and uh, no harm came, of it, came from it because uh, it would have been quite a sight to see uh, this clown uh, carrying a pitchfork uh, you know, near the schoolyard. I'll say, especially so with all the... One. Uh... Especially with right all the news, news stories of killer clowns this past year. I swear it's not what it yeah. looks like. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, that was actually, yeah, that one the, that one we shot several years before any of those stories. But, yes, exactly. I know there's been a lot of stories like that. So that was a pretty funny story on, uh, on Die Laughing, definitely. <laughs> what would you say is the most unique aspect about the film? most unique aspect about the film? Yep. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I, I, I think, uh, I think the thing I like the best about it is that, uh, the four tales are very, uh, all very different. They all have a, a different, uh, tone to them, a different feeling to them. Um, but clown story is, uh, like I said, a, uh, a throwback, uh, stock and slash movie. Um, the, uh, the horror hostess story, I, I think, I think was kind of my most unique writing. Uh, I wrote that one. It's uh, it's a movie with a twist, kind of a twist to it, that I hope people won't see coming. 
the the plant story is a uh, different kind of a throwback uh, kind of a creature feature. I enjoyed doing that one. Uh, that was uh, that story was by my friend uh, Joe Bignardi. He uh, he did the script for that one. That was fun. And then uh, and then uh, I guess my favorite one is the hunt. Uh, I think it's it's probably some of my best work. Uh, I think that one's unique too because. Um, as I mentioned, the killer in that movie, it's, it's a supernatural thing. In that one, it's revealed at the beginning, but, uh, but the audience, uh, only the audience knows that the other characters in the movie don't know who the killer is. So um, I think that's kind of interesting, and, uh, yeah, that gives that story a different tone to it, too. So I think they all have a – all the stories have a little bit of a different tone. And we also have a uh, – we have a, a hostess who introduces each story – and we put her in some different uh, in different settings for each of the four stories, and we kind of link her to this the name of the town at the beginning, uh, which uh, the sign says Barnum. It's kind of a tie to the uh, to the uh, clown story. I think it kind of gives it an interesting flair too. So <laughs> definitely, and that's one of the nice things about um, anthologies is there's kind of a story for everybody. There's a um, nice mix of a mix of creativity. Yeah, definitely. People uh, people like different things, you know, different, and especially horror fans like different things. Um, I, I remember when I did uh, I did a vampire movie called The Temptress uh, a lot of years ago, and I had uh, got a local premiere of it. And the guy who came to that at the time, I didn't know it, but he was writing for a horror website, and uh, and he reviewed the movie, and he gave it a pretty decent review. But he mainly took off points because uh, there wasn't enough blood and, and gore in it. He said he. He's, he was the type of person who really liked uh, blood and gore, you know, uh, uh, all over the room and, you know, splattered all over the place. <laughs> so he took a little bit off for that. But so people like different things, you know. <laughs> yeah, can't please everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if you could work with any one director, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Oh, a director. <laughs> Um, yeah, there are a lot of a lot of talented people. I guess, I guess as far as directors go, I'd probably choose Craven, Wes Craven, uh, because uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the movie Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, was the movie that got me into the horror genre. Uh, really fascinated me when it came out. I saw it, didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it on VHS, like a lot of people did, and. Um, really prior to that movie, I didn't have any interest in the horror genre. I mean, I was a movie fan. I went to a lot of movies, but no, no particular interest in the horror genre per se. Um, but that movie really grabbed my attention and it was, I thought it was really interesting. It was a really good drama, uh, with, uh, supernatural elements, good characters. And, and I think, uh, I think he's done a lot of excellent work past that too. So he's one of my favorite directors. Uh, so I would probably pick him first uh, because just because he has such an had such an imagination. I know he passed away now, uh, but uh, yeah, he would be at the, he would if he were you know still alive today. He'd be at the top of my list. But there are a lot of other a lot of other you know really excellent directors too though. So definitely a good choice. So what qualities would you say make a great film? And could you give us some examples of a film that you would consider great? Uh, well, the story 
uh, a strong script and a strong story, uh, definitely, uh, definitely do. Um, well, if I, I, I guess, you know, since I mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street, I would just say, just elaborate on the bit, the, uh, the thing about Elm Street that was so good was the, uh, the storyline. Uh, a lot of people don't, uh, don't talk about Elm Street in terms of drama. They talk about the horrific elements, but I personally was really drawn into that drama in that, in that movie. Uh, the the uh, the unique story of this girl who's uh, who's uh, fighting to survive against this this mysterious you know terrifying force that she's trying to put together this mystery and, and discover a way out of the you know a really bad situation watching uh, her friends get killed I thought the you know the dramatic elements of that movie were some of the strongest you know in, in addition to the really horrific and uh, you know gore elements in that movie. Uh, so, and I like I like movies, especially in the horror genre. I like movies that have a lot of a lot of good drama mixed in with the horrific elements. Um, I don't mind I don't mind you know the simpler movies like the Friday the Thirteenth that are uh, basically straight ahead talk and splash. I like those type of movies sometimes too. But sometimes you know movies with really really strong drama you know mixed in with the horrific elements really uh, really produce a good movie, good story. So, I guess that would be my answer on that. Definitely, there has to be like a combination of um, of different elements that coming together. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, there's uh, probably my favorite. There's a Stephen King movie I like a lot called uh, uh, The Dead Zone with uh, Christopher Walken. It's kind of a uh, uh, it kind of leans more towards the dramatic elements, but has some horrific elements in it too. And that's another example of the movie that really kind of captivated me because the story, you know, the, the, the dramatic parts are really so good. And then, uh, you know, adding the horrific elements in kind of, you know, bump it up to another level. You know what I mean? Definitely. So on the opposite end, <laughs> are there uh, films that you enjoy as a guilty pleasure? You know, movies that aren't great, but you love watching them anyway. Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, um, you know, I, like I was saying, um, you know, some of the, the simpler like stock and slash movies. I, I'm a huge fan of like the Friday the Thirteenth movies, uh, but they're a very different animal than say like Nightmare on Elm Street, something like that. You know, I like them for totally different reasons. They are they are they are fun. They're you know exploitation. Uh, you know, the characters are you know kind of simple and it's. After you've seen one, you know you kind of know what's coming, but it's a lot of fun to watch them, anyways. Not just Friday the Thirteenth. There's other, there's other series like that, though. Uh, just you know the, uh, you know fun B movie horror exploitation stuff. It's you know it's, it's a lot of fun watching stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely know a lot about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You guys are big Friday the Thirteenth fans, right? <laughs> Some way, yeah. I've seen all of them. I think, Corey, you've seen like two of them or something? I've, I've seen three of them. I've, ah, I've seen number eight like five times for some reason. I've seen... I've seen number one oh, and part one two. <laughs> I think the only one I saw like once was um, the remake, but uh, that, that doesn't really count. Well, I think eight, they used to play it on the sci-fi channel a lot. So I would, I would always like catch it on there for some reason. Back when it was oh, okay. like actually the sci-fi channel. You'd think they'd be playing Jason X. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're fun, though. I mean, uh, 
Definitely. Yeah, they basically kind of made the same movie at least seven times or so, pretty much. But I still, you know, even though you know it's coming, it's 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 fun to watch them. You know, they're just they're a blast. I think. Oh yeah, it's always great. It's like, how are we going to bring bring Jason back this time, guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those. I do, like I said, they're just kind of they're kind of a different animal than something like, you know, say Nightmare on Elm Street. They're really just different. Uh, they are kind of guilty pleasures, you know, and, and uh, I know some people look down on that stuff, but it's, yeah, they're good. They're, they're a lot of fun. I look forward to those. <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody who wants to create their own independent film? Well, first I would say uh, to, learn as much as you can about the craft of uh, movie making, of uh, video production. Um, with today, there are a lot of resources available, especially with the Internet, and it's easy to find information and become versed in, uh, in the terminology and learn about the equipment and all that type of stuff. So I think that's very important. Um, and then second, second, I would say to make sure you get some help with your productions. Try to find at least a couple people that have just as much interest and passion in filmmaking as you do. I think that's very important. When I first started uh, making movies, uh, I tried a feature. That was my first thing. I tried to do a feature, and I didn't think anything of getting much help with it, so I was kind of trying to do put this feature together and and pull it off almost single-handedly, and, and it was very difficult, and uh, a lot of things went wrong, and the movie did get done eventually, but it was, you know, quite a struggle and quite an ordeal. I wound up, uh, I wound up becoming friends with a couple of people who kind of stayed on and, uh, and wound up working with me afterwards, but the lesson learned from that is if I had had, a, you know, a few people that uh, had the interest and, and knew, you know, had some skills and so forth, too, at the beginning, the production could have gone much better, like some of my future productions did. So that would be the second thing I'd say to find, you know, at least a, at least one or two people that you know share your vision, share your pat, or at least share your passion for movie making to help you out with it. So those would be my, my top two, I think. Definitely, and those are both really good answers, and answers we really don't get much on the show, but um, I think that well, they say filmmaking is a collaborative effort. So yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yep, absolutely. Collaborative. Yep, 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 exactly. So one of the cool. questions we like to explore here, something that Paul and I have debated through the ages, that uh, we like to get everybody's opinion on, is uh, what is your opinion on hairless cats? <laughs> hairless cats, okay. <laughs> well, I've got to tell you, I, I am more a dog person than a cat person. I'm not a huge cat fan. I know, I know people love their pets and uh, people love uh, their cats and dogs, but I've always been more of a dog person. Uh, so I guess I'm pretty neutral on the subject. How's that for an answer? <laughs> that's a, that's that fine. seems fair. I'm, I'm going to say that that's one of my categories. No, though, I, th- so. I, I think it's yeah. a half point for each no, of us. I, I'm going to take that uh, one. Cause, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a half <laughs> I'm point. Just claiming it. I'm, mar- I'm marking it right now in my little notebook. <laughs> my, my tab. What's that, like 487 to 3? <laughs> Still not <laughs> enough. People that side with you. <laughs> so where can we watch Horror Tales? Um, it was just released. It's 
being distributed by Sterling Entertainment, David Sterling. And currently he is selling the movie on Blu-ray and DVD uh, via Facebook. That is, people message him. He puts up a lot of posts about movies for sale. People message him and um, buy them that way. Um, but we are going to be putting it up on Amazon Prime, too. I'm working on that right now. Uh, so it will be available there because I know the streaming is very important. Uh, but at, at this moment, it's available through Dave by messaging him on Facebook. And like I said, Amazon Prime. And then and then we'll see. David usually uh, usually gets the movies out to other other distri- other outlets, too. So hopefully it will be on other outlets, too, soon. So where can we follow you uh, to learn more about Horror Tales or any other projects that you're working on in the future? Oh, and I should mention um, it's been actually been retitled for the packaging Halloween Horror Tales. Uh, but anyways, um, yes, my, uh, I'm on all the social networks, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and I still have a website today. It's uh, www.veryscaryproductions.com. And I do update it monthly, and um, I, I, have, uh, I have a lot of information about my movies, and it has links to all the sale pages for the different movies that I've either directed or acted in. Um, so, uh, yeah, people can follow what I'm doing there. I uh, give updates on all the projects I'm involved in. There you have it, B-Movie fans. Halloween Horror Tales, a horror anthology by Jeff Kirkendale. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. It's been awesome having you on the show. Okay, thanks. I appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun. Definitely. If you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros or follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter handle at bmoviepaul. You can find all our interviews as well as other bmovie content such as chats and movie reviews on our website bmoviebros.com. New content every week. If you have a movie you'd like us to review or any additional comments, feel free to leave us a message on either SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search for B-Movie Bros. This has been another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey saying until next time, friends, be brave, be bold, and be back for more. (laughs) 